1: Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.
0: Hi, today's show is brought to you in part by our Patreon page at show.com It's absolutely the best way to support this fully independent podcast. You can sign up for as little as a dollar a month or as much as $15 a month. In fact, if you sign up at that $15 per month level, you're going to get our Tuesday and Thursday shows presented without commercials. We take out all the commercials for you. Plus, you're also going to get two post-mortem mini-shows recorded after the end credits on our Tuesday and Thursday podcast. And you're also going to get the subscription-only After Party podcast on Fridays with its revealing discussions about sex, drugs, rock and roll, and politics. Don't miss out. Again, that's show.com or click the all-caps Patreon link beneath the logo at sesca.com And now, let the cartoons begin.
1: Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Zeska Show. Presented by BubbleGenius.com. Fall, people love fall. It's my favorite season.
2: It's, it's not a competition. My favorite season that I'm voting for in America's next top season
1: is fall.
2: People that love fall, they go crazy for the foliage. They're like,
1: the foliage!
2: Let's drive by the foliage! It's so beautiful, the way the leaves die. They're so pretty right before they fall to their death. It also helps that the leaves can't talk. If they could talk, they'd
1: be like, ah!
2: driving by and smiling at me! You monsters! They die, they fall to the ground, we just rake them up. (laughs) Kids, you want to jump on this pile of dead leaves? No? All right, I'll just light them on fire. Bob Seska! If you vote for me, all of your wildest dreams will come true. The Bob Seska Show!
0: I played that one recently on The After Party, but it deserved a free show airing, because it's so great. The great Jim Gaffigan right there. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, September 22, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello, day 1,342 of the Trump crisis, 42 days until the 2020 presidential election. That is six weeks from right now. Oh, my God. So let's bring him in. as my good friend, Buzz Burbank, sitting right over there. Hi, Buzz. Hey. Hi,
1: Bob. Hi, everybody. Hello. It's great to see you. Good to be back. Uh, He's Bob, of course, and I'm Buzz. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to keep calling these dad jokes, I'm going to demand a paternity test. (laughs) So the great Gaffigan was just talking about it there. We reached the... We did it. We reached the autumnal equinox at nine o'clock this morning. Yes, we did. So so it's autumn already. Man, twenty twenty has just flown by, hasn't it? <laughs> oh God, fuck this year. A lot of people a lot of people think this is the first day of the fall. Yeah. But historians say the fall actually began in twenty sixteen. <laughs>
0: That's right. Uh, and, shit. You know,
1: as a lot of people have figured out by now uh my, my weekly newscasts uh are are heavily edited <laughs> yeah. they, they have to be it would be too embarrassing if i left in all the weeping
0: <laughs> strangely it's mostly me
1: crying how does that happen how does that I work no both <laughs> of us uh just thinking ahead just uh, spitballing thinking ahead here so when uh joe biden wins Mm-hmm. And he finds a dumpster full of flaming dog dew on his doorstep. <laughs> what do we say after he's inaugurated? Congratulations. <laughs> yeah.
2: Good
1: luck, sir. Uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of fire, uh, <laughs> scientists are hard at work. Have mm-hmm. you noticed this, Bob? Scientists are always hard at work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> they're still, even to this day, scientists are hard at work uh, now trying to figure out which is more dangerous. The Air in California or The Air at a Trump Rally? (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's a good
1: one. I finally figured out. I finally figured. It's it's very confusing. (laughs) I finally figured out now how to tell which CDC guidelines to follow Mm -hmm. and which ones to ignore. Uh Uh, I I just look at the bottom of the page and I look to see if the order was signed by Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde.
2: (laughs) van morrison's greatest coronavirus protest hits you'll get it all with covid my ass Uh, hey where did my brain go (laughs) new crazy van morrison days when the lockdown came you have the cdc in to believe it my head is hollow van morrison and covid my ass playing such a deadly game all of van's covid protests and everyone will get disease when you're coughing Since it flying, you're dying. we <laughs> Virus! You're coffin' It's all here. You'll get without a mask yet. And so selfishly, I wanna go without a mask yet. It's his body and his choice. It's Van Morrison. Well, it's a marvelous time for a moon bat. With no face covering on my nose (laughs) A fantabulous time to get COVID If you come to my show, you're exposed (laughs) COVID My Ass from KTEL, wherever records are sold
0: Alright, Rocky Mountain Mike Fantastic. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Who would have guessed that Van Morrison would be a dick about all this? I don't know. It's such I, a surprise. I didn't, didn't see it coming. <laughs> He's such a nice guy.
1: Uh, uh, I brought something uh, today. And, and oh, good. And this is a, it's a tweet, Bob, that just came in uh, that, from a friend, a mutual friend of ours. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, I, I don't want to speak for you, but okay. I think, I'm guessing, that this sums up how both of us feel. Right. This is from our good friend Common Sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, whose real name is Bam Bam 1966. Uh, anyway, our good friend Common Sense. No, yeah. I love you, man. I'm just kidding. All right. Yeah, because this is a great tweet. Uh, mm-hmm. There comes a time when a person runs out of fucks. Mm-hmm. That that time is now for me. Yeah. Gloves off. No more, Mr. Nice Guy. I'm sick and tired of GOP lies and BS. Mm -hmm. Time to channel my inner FDR and push all the progressive ideas and policies forward. They won't listen to me. I won't listen to them. Yeah. Good. What do you think? Does that is that uh, come anywhere close to how I, you feel right now?
0: Yeah, I pretty much agree with that assessment. I, I'm feeling nuclear these days. You know, mm-hmm. I, I absolutely support Nancy Pelosi's nuclear option. Of course, we're talking about the Supreme Court crisis that we're in right now, which is only going to get worse as time goes on, as we near the election, as we proceed through the days after the election. We're talking about another layer of chaos lumped on to everything else that was happening. It was just a mm-hmm. giant energy wad of chaos, and now the system keeps pumping more into it. The news keeps pumping yes. more into it. Yes. and it, Oh, my God. But I, I really feel like the Democrats need to draw the line here. They need to fight fire with fire. We've talked about this extensively mm-hmm. over the years in terms of how to approach this crap. We've threatened. I, we've we've yeah.
1: mildly threatened before but I think we're serious this time. I really, really do.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Nancy Pelosi has to use this impeachment gambit, as I've been calling it. I mean, Anything. Anything and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the tables were turned and Mitch McConnell was Speaker of the House, he'd absolutely impeach to stop this.
1: That's the way they think. That's what it's come to. You know, they just said, oh, the reason we're doing this is because you would do it if you had the chance. Mm -hmm. Well, in other words, they're taking this action based on what they think we would do without provocation. Yeah. Now, they're to find out what we will do with provocation.
0: Right. One of the th- reasons why Mitch McConnell is doing what he's doing is because he believes he can get away with it. He believes that the Democrats will not retaliate. The Democrats will not fight fire. And that has to change right damn now. They have stretched the rules. They have bent the rules. They have eliminated the rules when they need to time and time again. And enough is fucking enough That's right. with That's
2: this. Right. That's uh, where we are.
0: Yeah. I mean I mean, if there is a legal lever to pull nancy pelosi over the weekend was talking about arrows in her quiver if there yeah. are arrows they need to be fired she needs to empty her quiver now nancy pelosi obviously is limited in terms of what she can do on the house side so this also requires the senate democrats where all the action is going to be taking place to step up and do what they can because the the secret here is not necessarily to stop the nomination process. Mm-hmm. the The secret here is to run the clock out, to right. stall, stall, delay. stall, stall, to delay as much as mm-hmm. possible until we get to January three. January three is the drop dead date because wow. that's when the new Congress is sworn in. And y- you, it- want de- you
1: want to you want to delay? Put Louis DeJoy in charge. Of it. <laughs> Could could have used that joke in the monologue.
0: Uh, For those of you
1: just tuning in or catching up after a day at work, uh, we we lost um, any hope of getting Mitt Romney today. So it it is assured now that uh, Trump will, uh, I believe, get his Supreme Court justice. Uh, The question now, I think, is whether or not that will occur before the election, as I'm sure we'll discuss Trump well, yeah. Wants it before the election. There's some question as to whether that's possible or not. And uh, Democrats have reached a point now. Uh, and, and I think this is not just on the, the most progressive wing of the party, but the moderate wing of the Democratic mm-hmm. Party is fired up enough now uh, that uh, we're looking at not only resisting for as much as we can and for as long as we can, but we're looking now at retaliation and retaliation. Uh, hoping to use the threat of retaliation yeah. to uh to to waylay this process if we if we can if not then we're going to have democrats are going to have to do some things that we find very distasteful yeah. we're going to have to expand the supreme court even with the bad precedent that would set mm-hmm. we're going to have to stack the states by adding uh, dc and puerto rico as democratic voting states there are a lot of things we shouldn't have to do but now must do because because our hand has been forced. Yes. Uh, Republicans have given us no choice mm-hmm. now yeah. but to retaliate. And uh, Mitch, uh, based on history, was probably right to guess that Democrats wouldn't retaliate. But judging from the number of uh, contributions that and the amounts that are pouring in,
0: Pouring $161 million in 72
1: hours to Act Blue. Amazing. And that's, yeah, that's just Act Blue. Yeah. Uh, in Senate races, uh, millions, tens of millions of dollars have been uh, p- pumped in in Democratic Senate races, individual races, races that would normally, there's some dude up in Alaska, uh, Cal Cunningham, or words to that effect, <laughs> is, is, running, is running for election uh, to a seat in the Senate. Mm. And uh, he got like $3 million worth of donations the night that... Ginsburg passed, uh, that's just one guy who's normally forgotten and normally doesn't get any money at all, yeah. now has $3 million to, to pour into this race. So, uh, efforts are already underway, and uh, uh, it's going to be tough. This is dark and ugly, but it, this is a gloves-off moment.
0: Yeah, it is, and one of the things that needs to happen along the lines of taking the gloves off is, as I said, this impeachment gamut. So, th- those of you who don't know, just real quick, let's summarize this uh, possibility yes, here. If Nancy Pelosi and the House of Representatives, impeaches someone with a trial to follow in the Senate, what has to Mm -hmm. happen is the Senate business would then be entirely taken up per the rules by the impeachment trial, right? So again, this is not something that will stop the nomination. It's something that will slow the nomination enough to get us to that January 3rd or whatever it is, midnight January 2nd threshold to to swear in the new Congress. So that's going to be the key. And then going back to the Mitt Romney thing, you mentioned Mitt Romney a second ago. I want to talk about that insofar as yeah, the possibility is that door is quickly closing, but I'm I'm not going to declare it closed just yet because Mitt Romney did not say explicitly that he was a yes vote. He left that open to interpretation. He also said that the Supreme Court has been more or less five to four for a generation uh, liberal leaning mm-hmm. along those lines. It hasn't been. It's been conservative. It's been basically a balanced court, more or less. If you put Anthony Kennedy when he was on board, if you put him into the conservative side, it was actually quite a conservative court for at least a generation, maybe going all the way back to the retirement of Earl Warren since the court became uh, much more liberal. I mean, when was the last time a democrat appointed a chief justice? I think it was the I think it was Truman. I think Truman was the last <laughs> the last president to appoint a chief justice to the Supreme Court. So Romney's excuse is flimsy and full yeah, of he's, holes and it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so
1: I you know, I don't I just don't know how reliable he can be because uh, what this this achieves a judicial agenda that Romney has shared with other Republicans for a long time. Yeah, this is uh, one thing upon which he agrees with his fellow Republicans. Mm. And uh, I, I just, I think we, I think we have to assume he's lost. Uh, okay, I, maybe I shouldn't say that. I think we should keep trying. I think yeah. everybody, no matter where you live, no matter how democratic or progressive you may be, and no matter how Republican uh, one of your state senators may be, call them, write yeah. them, yeah. pressure works we've we've seen it work this year we yep. it can be made to work again so we need that the the donations have been unbelievable uh so the momentum is out there and uh, like i said we've even heard murmurings of some of these more what were once considered radical ideas of expanding the supreme court expanding the number of states uh, uh eliminating the filibuster yeah uh y- y- these things are going to have to happen now because democrats hands have been forced and, and that's our threat. They can either abide by that threat and back off, or they can watch these threats come true in January.
0: Yeah, and the upside here, the good news, Buzz, is that um, while it looks like Donald Trump and the Republicans are going to secure... A six to three court in their favor. The possibility of the Democrats securing the White House and Congress for the foreseeable future is also very real at this point, as far as a backlash goes, because that's going to be the consolation prize in all of this. And it's not a bad consolation prize to have. But at the same time, the consequences of losing the court are almost mind-blowingly awful uh, to comprehend. So there's that, too. I mean, what Donald Trump wants to do in all of this is I think Donald Trump wants to put a Bill Barr-type character on the Supreme Court. He wants a Bill Barr justice, someone who is going to act as a shield for Donald Trump against... Not just, um, you know, the the question of, of his tax returns and, and everything that the Democrats have been doing to try to get their hands on some of these financial documents and so on, insofar as that's still a matter before the Supreme Court, but the other thing oh, is, the other yeah. thing, the more immediate concern as far as a six to three conservative court goes, if you imagine Bill Barr being appointed to the Supreme Court, someone who is a toady for Donald Trump, someone who has mm-hmm. vowed to Donald Trump that he will protect Trump's interests in that and, post. As Don, and as, I think
1: I think we can count on that happening.
0: Yeah, yeah. So if you put that in the context of the election, what we've been talking about for, I don't know, five months now at least, is how Donald Trump is going to challenge those mail-in votes. He's going to challenge go. the absentee ballots. That's going to uh, be appealed as, as high up as they can take it. Probably the Supreme Court, if you look at 2000 as a precedent with the uh, Bush v. Gore decision, this is the, the most immediate danger with all of this. If we, Yeah. yeah, If McConnell's able to get a, uh, a nominee through and voted on and approved, confirmed before the election, that's really the nightmare scenario, because then Donald Trump can use that justice as a ringer, as a Trump ringer on the court.
1: This is the real lead here. We've kind of buried the lead, actually, because uh, the whole purpose of this of yeah. rushing this nomination through before election day which may or may not succeed but they're certainly going to try and they might succeed yeah. here's why here it is you can sum it up in a quote from Donald Trump on Fox and Friends this week we should act quickly because we're going to have probably election things involved here, you know, oh. because of all the fake ballots that they'll be sending out, end quote. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. See, This is all about having enough votes on the Supreme Court to keep him in power when he loses the upcoming election and declares it rigged.
0: Yeah, yeah. McConnell rushes through the nominee, and then Trump challenges the absentee ballots in court, and then the new 63 conservative court rules his way, Mm-hmm. And that's that's the ballgame. <laughs> that's that. That yeah. is the ballgame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever can be done right now, because voting is underway. I mean, they are. Yes. The Republicans are trampling on all kinds. Co- I mean, Mitt Romney stands up there yes. and goes, I'm just following the Constitution. I'm following tradition here. But he's not. This is not one of the traditions of the Senate, including the McConnell rule, which is now part of the the process, part of the rules in the Senate, which are now being abandoned because of some goddamn loophole about which party is in control. And it's just not enough. It's flimsy as hell. And yeah, I understand that going by McConnell's rules is like using a paper condom. It's just completely pointless because he's going to change the rules depending on what he needs.
1: Plus the risk of
0: paper cuts. Yeah, (laughs) That's right. So, oh, shit. And that doesn't even take into consideration what I've been calling the Stephen Breyer problem, which is the fact that what Stephen Breyer is to 2020, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was to 2016, or or however you want to phrase that. But Stephen Breyer is 82 years old. Stephen Breyer is five years older than Joe Biden, eight years older than Donald Trump. It's possible that Donald Trump ends up getting to replace Stephen Breyer too. 82-year-old Stephen Breyer. And that's terrifying because that creates a seven to two conservative court. So the stakes of this election couldn't be greater. And again, it's not just about president. It's about the Senate too, because Likewise. Mitch McC- yeah. Mitch McConnell cannot be allowed to continue on as majority leader. He must never be allowed to carry that post again because uh, we, we've seen the consequences of that. We've seen the consequences of, well, contra- he's a liar. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen the consequences of contrarian votes when it comes to, well, it's my vote and my right to vote for a third party. But yeah, we're, we're existing in a binary system, and you're going for a vote that's outside the binary system. It's a wasted vote when you could be voting for the greater I, good.
1: Yeah. I, think we, I think we have that even less to worry about now because of what uh, Trump and the Republicans are doing now. Yeah. Uh, a lot of voters who were not excited about Biden— are real excited now about voting against Trump. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is going to also, in addition to the increase in donations we've seen, going to get more Democrats to the polls. And likewise, if Biden wins election uh, and uh, something happens with Stephen Breyer, uh, as you've mentioned before, uh, something happens with Clarence Thomas, uh, Biden has an opportunity to uh, name two liberal justices to the court, uh, perhaps without even adding uh, yeah. additional seats, uh, although we'll do that, too, if we have to, I believe. Uh, Biden speaks against that now. A lot of us Democrats have spoken against it, and with good reason. It sets a bad precedent in that Future uh, In the future, other parties in control of government we uh, can add it again. It can expand mm-hmm. it to 13 and 15 and beyond. And, you know, we don't want to have that game. A lot of scholars now are suggesting, and I believe the uh, Washington Post editorial board this morning called for this, I thought very wisely, term limits on Supreme Court justices mm-hmm. of 18 years staggered in a way that each president, each term of presidency, uh, gets an equal number of yep. Supreme Court picks, mm-hmm. uh, so that and the terms would be staggered. This would take the Supreme Court off the table as a political.
0: Well, and the argument against all these things, Buzz, that exact plan or what I was calling the impeachment gambit, the argument against these things is kind of lame, which is that, well, the Republicans are just going to retaliate against that by upping the ante, raising the stakes, doing something crazy to in response yeah. to that. But you know what? They're going to do those things anyway irrespective of whether the Democrats start playing with nuclear options here, the Republicans are still going to go to that next level of treachery to get their in.
1: They already have, and that's why the gloves are off. Uh, They've made it clear they're never, ever, ever going to play by any rule consistently. Uh, They're going to do what's politically expedient at the moment. So we have no choice at Mm -hmm. this point. But to be every bit as tough, every bit as clever, every bit as wily, every bit as fierce in 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 our, our battle uh we have to we have to as you said use every legal means to do things that we may have previously found distasteful but again our hands have been forced here we have been
0: left no choice yeah uh you know what's baffling to me um it's a partisan brawl bob <laughs> you think yeah. Yeah. what's baffling to me with the romney decision here is that romney was okay with claiming that the president should be removed from office. Mitt Romney voted to convict Donald Trump, and now he's saying that that person, who he previously said earlier this year, in fact, should Should be removed removed. from office, he gets to appoint another Supreme Court justice within the period of time in which voting has actually begun in this election.
1: Because he gets right. a little something for daddy. It's because he gets a, a a conservative Supreme Court that he's dreamt of all his life. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and, and uh, they've proved that they have no no principles. Not only are they not uh, have no consistent principle, they have no principles at all. Yeah, it is it is time for us to play. Just as tough.
0: It just, again, it's a misperception. Anyone who's saying that the court has been liberal for the last 25 to 50 years hasn't been really paying attention, including Mitt Romney. This is a line of horse shit from Mitt Romney. It's just a... Uh, again, I'm not surprised, uh, you know, make no mistake, Mitt Romney is still a Republican from Utah, for God's sake. I mean, he was never going to be 100% an ally, but I thought maybe because Donald Trump routinely pants him during his rallies. I mean, Donald Trump, almost every rally makes fun of Mitt Romney for choking. And, and that is... An amazing thing to know, given how Mitt Romney is okay with enabling this guy. Yeah, they talk about the word cuck a lot. I mean, I think it. Mm-hmm. I think it emerged to describe never Trumpers during the twenty sixteen election. Oh, they're just they're cucks. They're like cuckolds. But <laughs> this is Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is absolutely a cuck. He's Donald Trump's cuck. He certainly is in this case. I mean, uh-huh. and, and
1: I, it's something worth repeating that I, that I tweeted first thing this morning, and that, and that was that an impeached president who lost the popular vote by nearly three million is choosing a lifetime Supreme Court justice with only four months left on his term. Mm-hmm. Does, does any of that on any level sound right? No, of course not. Let's not waste our time discussing it because it's bleeding obvious that yeah. it's not right. right. Uh, this is all about focusing on h- how we're going to resist and delay and waylay if we can and failing that how we will retaliate and Mm -hmm. uh, made necessary in order to make things right again
0: yeah and you know let's go back buzz to the tables being turned uh what if scenario like if everything was reversed the republicans were the democrats and the democrats were the republicans democrats are in control of the senate republicans are in control of the house and let's say there's a democratic president Yes, we would support whoever the Democratic president and the Democratic Senate w- wants to confirm in this exact same situation. But the difference is, is that whoever was in charge of the Republican House or the Republican uh, minority in the Senate would do all kinds of shit to block this w- this attempt to uh, stick another... I mean, they did it already. They did it once already in 2016. Why would yeah. they not do it again? Someone needs to give me one good reason Why? the republicans were they in the minority and the democrats were in the majority right now would not do whatever pull out every stop use every legal means and some illegal means in their disposal to block this nominee and then it, tell yeah. me why the democrats should not do the same given right. the reality of where we are because now I, I
1: share i share the sentiment i'm i'm i i think it's we've come to a sad point yeah. when both sides are saying well it's what the other side would do and in this case you know democrats are f- well founded in saying that because we ha- we've seen the evidence they've already done it as you said so yeah. we we know it's a, they've established a pattern of behavior an mo and We're, you know, we, we, that's an accepted fact at this point. That's, that's how they, but it's just, it's, I I find it interesting and a little disturbing to sit back at a distance and see Republicans saying that about Democrats. Well, we're doing it because that's what they would do. And we're over here talking about, well, we're doing this because that's what they would do. Yeah. And I I think that's a, that's it. We've, we've lowered ourselves to a very sad point Right. uh, right. at at that. And, and again, uh, you know, I've seen the behavior. I know. How we have to respond. I'm finally as angry as I think people wanted me to be uh, <laughs> about about this, uh, and and I'm ready to fight. And and once again. And I saw somebody the other day kind of echo my words and saying they're tired of hearing people whining and saying, oh, we're doomed, that's it, we're screwed. Yeah. And and uh, you know what, not helpful, mm-hmm. it's not helping right now to do that. Uh, go do that in a corner somewhere. We need people who are strong enough to fight. Yeah. And uh, if you're going to do that and try to detract from the cause, sit down and shut up and let the grown-ups take care
0: of it. <laughs> there you go, holy shit. Yes, what Buzz just said. That is fucking perfect. And that's absolutely the uh, correct approach to take. Uh, you know, it's just it's frustrating though when you see them doing certain things that somehow we are incapable of doing. And you know what? If the tables were turned, I think there would be more Democratic senators who would say, yes. "Yeah, eh, we're not going to try to force this through." I think more At Democratic least... senators would be fair if the tables were turned. I'd, you know that would normally th- yeah. that that would normally be the case. I'll bet if you polled that
1: among Democratic lawmakers today, yeah. you might get a different response. Because I'm sure. They're mightily pissed too. Uh, I yeah, you know this is this is beyond outrageous. This is we we really 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 are looking at the end of democracy mm-hmm. if this guy gets reelected yeah. and and if the Supreme Court rules the way he wants it to. And mm-hmm. oh man, it's just we're just toast. I'm sorry. I wish I I will have no more encouragement to offer you yeah. if that happens. My work here. Will be through because it'll be over at that point, as yeah. far as I'm concerned.
0: Well, if you need any more proof, the fact that Bill Barr and Donald Trump have designated three major American cities as anarchist jurisdictions. I mean, there's, <laughs> I mean, that's just the latest thing in a long series of hints that, hey, <phone rings> Americans, we're about to turn your country from a democracy into some sort of fascist, right. tyrannical kleptocracy, Fairly. some sort of yeah. pseudo-Putin-style government. You don't know it yet, but here it comes. And kind that's, a, yeah,
1: <laughs> Kind of a fun thing happens when you go to look up uh, anarchist jurisdiction in a law dictionary, in a law... Yeah. It, it
0: ain't there. Ah, it's amazing how this shit gets just made up on the uh-huh. spot to justify whatever actions they want to take. No such thing. Yep. no, no. But, you know, now that we've uh, said goodbye to summertime, it's time for things to get back into our everyday autumn groove or as much as the uh, pandemic will allow us to. Everything is flavored with pumpkin spice. And before you know it, the leaves are going to start changing color and screaming for their lives, falling to their deaths, Says Jim Gaffigan says. But with so much changing around us, it's increasingly difficult to find that extra time just for you, the time you need to take care of yourself and to look your best. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes, and you can look 10 years younger. It is Photoshop in a can. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes, visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and under-eye bags in just minutes. Plexiderm even works with laugh lines, number 11s, and crow's feet. Take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. The results will last for hours, so you can take the family apple picking and look your best the whole damn time. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to plastic surgeons and costs less than a round of pumpkin spice lattes for you and your friends. You can try a six-application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit triplexoderm.com or call 1-800-685-1292 and use the code VOICES. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit TriPlexiderm.com or call 1-800-685-1292 and say the code VOICES at checkout. Thank you. Uh, Rich Burnett And a project called The Sound of Machines And the song is called Blood for Sale It's uh, Track 4 Track 4 on his uh, Fourth album here It's called Under the Weight of Water That's the name of the album Links in the description To support The Sound of Machines At BobSuska.com He's got a Kickstarter going so you want to support that, too, uh, again, as yeah. I said, links in the description, bobseska.com slash music. If you want to submit your songs to the show, we got another indie music countdown right around the corner. I think uh, probably a week from Sunday, I think, is when it's going to happen. And uh, all excited about that. Can't what wait to play. Uh, what everyone. about
1: what about beat poetry?
0: Can I submit beat poetry? <laughs> beat po- Do you have a beat poem? To share? Uh, no, but <laughs> I'm thinking about it. OK, I'll snap my fingers for you, too. <laughs> so let me ask this. W- what kind of fucking president calls the grieving daughter of a deceased Supreme Court justice a liar on national television before she's even eulogized or buried or whatever? Because that's what Donald Trump did the other day. He said that the uh, the statement that was released after RBG's death was made up. It was made up by Schiff, Schumer, and Pelosi, he said. He said... I- I don't know that she said that because the statement said that she would rather wait to have a replacement nominated by the next president rather than this president. And Trump said, I don't know that she said that. Or was that written out by Schiff, Schumer and Pelosi, he said. So, yeah, perfectly in keeping with Donald Trump's awfulness. Fuck him his uh his he, fucking he, toxicity yeah
1: to to answer your question how can he say because he has no soul no right he has now. no soul no nope. listen I, I i couldn't be more serious about this we really really have to vote i know people are motivated uh make sure you take somebody with you or get someone to vote mm-hmm. uh, who who may be uh, you know not inclined to do so uh god we need this we cannot yeah. we can not lose this election. I don't think that we will legitimately uh and uh, you know, I who knows what's going to come next, but uh, we have to keep fighting. Yeah. Uh we we have to keep fighting.
0: Mhm. And the donations that are going to various uh tightly contested Senate races, those are are, are donations that are absolutely worthwhile because again, This is not just about the presidency. It's also about the goddamn Senate now more than ever, Given mm-hmm. that Mitch McConnell's in place. You know, that January 3rd deadline that I was talking about, you know, seeing if we could run out the clock until January 3rd. That only works if the Democrats take the Senate back. That only works we if we end up with either 50 votes and Kamala Harris or 51 votes straight up. That's what we need will. to do. Yeah, I, I really, really think we
1: will. There are six Republican senators who are in serious danger of losing their seats right yeah. now. Six. We only need four seats. Mm-hmm. Six would be better. Uh, more would be better, and that's possible too. Yeah. And as I said earlier, tens of millions of dollars are flowing into these Senate races now, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, especially the ones that are close, especially the ones where Democrats have a real chance, or or uh, you know are close enough to, to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Democrats, uh, the party is trying in places it did not try in before. Yeah, uh, voters who were not previously motivated. Uh, are are motivated now. Uh, I really am convinced that on a legitimate level, we can win this election. We have to keep fighting. Uh, mm. we have to keep fighting through January twentieth at least. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, to make sure, that this guy and and the Republican Senate is gone.
0: Well, here are some areas to look at, and these two polls are really shocking to me. And we're going to get back into the uh, Supreme Court situation, some of the reaction to it, and so on. But this is germane to what we're discussing as far as the Senate goes. Right now in Mississippi, uh, the Republican incumbent, Hyde Smith, is at forty-one percent. The Democratic challenger, Espy. 40. That is in Mississippi. It is a one-point race for that Senate seat in Mississippi. That's amazing. Also, Texas, John Cornyn, the Republican, is at 44, and uh, his challenger, Higar, is at 42. Again, a two-point race in Texas. Iowa, Democrat Teresa Greenfield leads Republican Senator Joni Ernst 45 to 42 in that uh, particular Senate race. So it is neck and neck. And if you've got money to spend, drop it into some of these Senate campaigns, whether it's Act Blue or the Senate campaigns themselves, um, or certainly the uh, Biden-Harris campaign, drop it there too. That's worthwhile as well. Because, yeah...
1: a word to the wise: Get a good email filter first, uh, because you're gonna get you're gonna get some emails. That's but true. consider it worth it. It's a small price to pay. Yeah. Uh, to to give this kind of support, and you know, uh, money is part of it, but but getting off our asses uh, is mm-hmm. going to be part of it yeah. too. And we may be called upon to take to the streets in a lawful and peaceful way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, so uh, be ready to do more than just that. Mm-hmm. Vote. Uh, get others to vote. Give if you can. Give your time if you can. Doing phone bank from your house. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot you can do if you have the time and or money to do it. Uh, and and even if you don't. Uh, and we really have no choice. If it, it's never been. I mean, each passing day makes it more important that people
0: vote and that the
1: Republicans lose
0: all the way around yeah yeah and you know the wind is it may not seem like it right now but it, it as far as the the white house and as far as congress goes the wind is kind of at our backs i mean i mean I, I hate to be pollyanna here and kind of no you're not uh, put a positive <laughs> i hate to put a positive spin on things buzz but here's my positive spin uh the fact that's that- my job <laughs> That's right, I'm borrowing your uh, your zone here. 62% uh, polled, according to this Reuters poll that came out uh, over the weekend, said RBG's vacancy should be filled by the winner of the election, including half of Republicans. Just 23% right. disagree. But I mean, the the Republican number is crucial. 50-50 on the Republican side. Yes. That's a big fucking deal. And, and yet the Republicans are moving forward this way anyway. It's crazy it's absolutely oh, and they, suicidal.
1: Done, the elected Republicans have done this consistently. They have uh time and time again acted against the wishes of the general public. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they don't care. They're after their own uh, agenda that has little to do with the rest of the country.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh you know, I let me ask you about this. Um uh, I'm 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 reading and hearing that uh, this judicial thing isn't of much concern to the general public. They see it as a political a wrestling thing that isn't nearly as important to the mm. voters as health care, which, of course, would be affected yes. by this Supreme Court ruling. Yeah. Can these two issues be effectively tied together? Uh, can we still win this election? And I think I know the answer to this, but can we still win the election uh, regardless of the outcome of this Supreme Court fight?
0: Um. Yeah, I think we can. I think the Supreme Court fight. I think this is just, and obviously the the polls are seeming to show us moving in that direction that this is actually going to help the Democrats quite significantly because people don't like being flimflammed, and what the Republicans <laughs> have done is flim-flammed us. Some do. And in fact, yeah, well, that's true. Uh, but mm. you know, Glenn Kirshner on Kimberly's show last week, or maybe it was yes. this week. Maybe it's you know what? In fact, it was time. yesterday that he what has said happened? this. I don't know what what's ha- going on with me. What has
1: happened to your sense of time, Bob? <laughs> I, I can't imagine <laughs> what would
0: have thrown it off. Everything's bleeding together. Uh, yeah. But uh, Glenn Kirshner said yesterday that there's even still uh, another possibility of... Mm-hmm. A class action lawsuit brought by people who have voted, who voted before RBG died Mm -hmm. uh, under the misapprehension that the Republicans (laughs) would not try to replace her this close to the election because of Mm -hmm. what Lindsey Graham was saying, because of what Mitch McConnell had been saying, because of what Chuck Grassley even said uh, uh, months and years ago. So this is something that, you know, there's another outside possibility that they could use. They were misled. Yeah, Yeah, they They were were misled, I think, is the
1: argument there. Interesting. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's another possibility. The other possibility that I'm seeing here is one that we haven't quite started discussing yet, Publicly, which is that there's a pretty good chance that whoever Donald Trump ends up putting up Uh while the possibility is pretty good, that it's going to be a relative safe bet, sort of like Neil Gorsuch was Donald Trump could still pick a demon. And let's make no mistake here. Donald Trump oh, is sure. capable of nominating like Janine Pirro or Ted Cruz or Tom. A, someone, someone yeah. that would get picked apart more easily through the confirmation process. Even this one uh, possibility, this uh, this judge Amy Coney Barrett, uh-huh. um, who is a. Paleolithic conservative. I mean, she wants to reverse Brown v. Board of Education. I mean, she wants to bring back segregation. She wants to invalidate Social Security as unconstitutional. She wants Mm -hmm. to even declare West Virginia as being illegitimate. Like, the separation of West Virginia from Virginia was illegitimate.
1: I'm going to support her on that. Yeah, (laughs) well, maybe, maybe.
0: But, But she also, as if that wasn't bad enough, she also belonged to a cult that was the basis of *The Handmaid's Tale*, called the People of Praise. This is a real thing. This is one of the people, the top three contenders right now for right. Uh, replacing RBG. This crazy Indeed. person, Amy Coney Barrett. So, yeah, that was one of the initial uh, prospects. Who,
1: whoever it is, I'm I'm assured. I just I'm convinced of this that yeah. whoever is chosen will only be chosen because in their personal meeting with Trump they vowed to support him bingo uh, bingo uh, in in any election challenge yeah that's exactly right uh, or impeachment right. that may occur well uh, yeah i think you can count on that
0: yeah because they're looking at it as sort of a second running mate for Trump whoever he ends up <laughs> nominating is going to be like his other running mate like he's going to be Donald Trump's going to be dragging this justice over the uh, over the finish line himself which oh. is
1: When Pence finds out Trump dumped him for a woman, oh,
0: man. (laughs) But see, I mean, there are lots of possibilities. They're not all foolproof. In fact, I would say none of them are foolproof. But you know what? We have to try them anyway. Oh, yeah,
1: exactly. And these are very dark times, so we have to find uh, humor where we can. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I found humor this week in a paragraph of a newspaper article. uh, I believe it was the Washington Post. And this is just... Bear with me. This is just one paragraph. Okay. And it's a written description of stuff Trump talked about at his Saturday night rally. You want some music for this? You want some music Uh, Uh, Do you have something peppy? Something. uh, (laughs) Give me a C, a bouncy C. I don't know if this works, but this is the first peppy song (laughs) I landed on. Among the topics discussed by Trump. His relationship with Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe and NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg. The journalist Bob Woodward. His Nobel Peace Prize nomination and that it was not being covered on TV. Lester Holt of NBC's ratings. Hunter Biden forest management, the Fox News hosts that he likes, the pro-Trump network One America News, Middle East Wars, the embassy in Jerusalem, and the type of stone of which it's built, the Space Force, polls in South Carolina, Maine, and other states, U.S. ventilator production, whether the fake news media accurately reports his mood when he wakes up in the morning, New York real estate, Leakers, expensive aircraft carriers with electric catapults that are overpriced, elevators that are operated by magnets that don't work, the price of Air Force One and how he negotiated it, Rush Limbaugh at his radio show, and the Medal of Honor. Wow. There it is. That's that's where his mind went. Yeah, that's I... as, as he rambled to the Red Hats Saturday night. It's this a... is the guy who uh, is dangerously close to winning a, a second term uh, if, if we don't
0: respond accordingly. That is the material that you hear from someone who's wearing tissue boxes on their feet and standing on a street corner handing out leaflets. You know, it's, just, exactly. it's absolutely insane. I mean, he also said that uh, regarding the pandemic that we're doing better than Europe. Even though the average deaths per day over the last week in Spain were 107, France 53, Italy 14, the United States 799. That's a lot. Uh, But the president thinks we're doing better than Europe. But the most outrageous thing that he said Uh last night in Ohio was this. Uh The virus affects virtually nobody. It is an amazing thing. The same day we crossed over 200,000 dead. The Mm -hmm. same fucking day. The virus affects virtually nobody. People are drowning in their own fluids. And Donald Trump doesn't think that this affects everybody or anybody.
1: 800 people a day, 800 family members a day. We're still losing to this uh, Countless uh, Our deaths I think the other day In Canada They had seven deaths We had 849 That same day How are we doing Are we doing better Of course we're not No And, and his lies Continue uh, As 200,000 people
0: die Right Right Well he also said this This drove me up A fucking wall The other day <laughs> Trump knows nothing. I don't know if you know this, uh, Buzz, but I think you actually coined that phrase, Trump knows nothing. but He
1: knows nothing about nothing,
0: Bob. (laughs) Here's another thing he said. He said, Lincoln was getting beaten a lot by Robert E. Lee. They want to rip down his statue all over the place, which I guess is a bad thing, um, according to Trump. He would have won except for Gettysburg. These were incredible things. So, Donald Trump believes that the Civil War ended with the Union victory at Gettysburg almost two years prior to the actual end of the war. This is a dumb fuck, misinterpreted piece of shit. He does, he has no fucking idea. And you know what? He was going to deliver his goddamn acceptance speech at the RNC in Gettysburg. And he has no idea what the importance of Gettysburg actually was. Right. Uh, and while in the, the name. Yeah, while in the context of defending Robert E. Lee, for God's sake. I have a theory on this. Okay. I think, I, in fact, I would bet a year's salary that Donald Trump hates Abraham Lincoln. And I really believe that. He hates Lincoln because Lincoln was a better president. I mean, yes. I, you know, there, there have been 44 better presidents than uh, uh, Donald Trump, but I think he specifically he, uh, resents the fact that Lincoln is so beloved and that uh-huh. Donald Trump isn't nearly as beloved. He That's hosted nice all
1: of those seasons of Celebrity Apprentice, and people still like Lincoln
0: more. <laughs> That's right. It's amazing. Oh, holy shit. Okay, well, bacteria and viruses live everywhere. I don't know if you know that, but it's uh, they're on your phone, your earbuds, your car keys, your groceries, packages, wallet, even your face mask. Sanitizing these items is an important part of staying safe and healthy, but it can also mean using harmful chemicals that constantly need to be replaced. But the Clean Phone line of products changes all of that. The Clean Phone brand offers a full range of sanitizing products that use ultraviolet light. This is the same technology used to sanitize hospital rooms and medical equipment. The Clean Phone products have been tested by independent laboratories and provide the best quality UV sanitizing for every need. The clean phone is a device designed for phones and household items. In fact, it even works as a wireless charger for your cell phone. And now add the new clean phone wand. It's a portable handheld unit that can go anywhere and be used to sanitize tablets, computers, packages, groceries, and more. Go to thenewdealshop.com and select the right clean phone products for you. Get free FedEx two-day shipping, and as an added bonus, get 10% off FDA authorized respirator face mask that's free fedex two-day shipping and a bonus 10 percent off fda authorized respirator face masks at thenewdealshop.com go there now thank you bob seska What do you care? Or as Larry King says, what do you care? Do you
1: care? Why do you care? What do you care?
0: Paint your bald spot. Um, this, is, this is from an album of leftovers, believe it or not, called Scratch wow. Tracks and Rough Cuts. Wow. And I fucking love it. That's you know, it's That's... always a good sign. Uh, you know, Michael McDermott does this too, where his leftover albums are just as great as the albums that the, the songs are left over from. So, Jesus, I don't yeah, know how that happens.
1: Yeah, it's, it's funny. I think artists do tend to throw away stuff that would be perfectly acceptable to the audience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think they have a tendency to do that. Man, that was some rock and roll there, I do believe. Yes, it was. Absolutely. Not so, with your your I, drums and your guitars and whatnot.
0: <laughs> That's right. You know what? I noticed this the other day. I uh, went through the top 100 songs right? uh, on Spotify, and okay. notice there is not a single rock and roll band in the top 100 on Spotify. We need to well, rectify this. That's
1: uh, Obama left the cupboards bare. <laughs>
0: that's right. Obama took away all the rock all and roll. All the rock and roll, sure. Oh, that's so yeah. too bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny keeping it to himself it's so sad though it's it's sad too it is um, it yeah.
1: is yeah yeah well you know but it's got to be good it's got to it's got to meet a certain standard yeah because uh, there's been bad rock and roll too as you that's may know absolutely uh, so, true. so so yeah if it's, if it's good then I uh, hopefully it'll float to the top
0: so donald trump wants to literally defund the police how about this for a flipping of the script Who oh yeah knew? that's true <laughs> this yeah. would actually happen donald trump is uh, well, along with his uh, worm tongue, uh, Bill Barr, they are uh, applying now tougher and tougher restrictions on quote-unquote Democrat-run cities, as they like to call them. Um, mm-hmm. This time it's, uh, what, New York City, Portland, and what's the other one, Minneapolis? Minneapolis, I believe. I, I haven't don't have it in front of me. Yeah, and again, this is for the suckers, This uh, <laughs> this whole thing. This is appeasing the suckers who all at once are saying that the Democrats are anarchists and socialists. So the the Democrats want to create bigger and bigger government, but then they also want anarchy, which is the complete absence of government it makes no sense whatsoever and what I loved about Twitter yesterday were all the photos going around of just these peaceful scenes from street corners in Manhattan yes, or yes, in I saw Minneapolis that. Portland I, Here you, it is. Uh, yeah. Portland,
1: New York and Seattle are the three cities. Uh, Portland, Seattle's the other yes, way, yes Seattle. thank
0: you yeah. yeah 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 I mean you can go and it's really uh, informative to go look at some of the, uh, the city cams like uh, every yes. city has uh, webcams that they keep yeah. up a live shot, you can just go look at the webcam for portland oh my god it couldn't be more peaceful looking but they've done this thing again it's the jetpacks made of beef they can just say that this is the way it is in these cities, and all the idiot red hats will just go, yeah, look at all of that. Look at all that yeah. anarchy.
1: Especially those in rural areas who have no idea, yeah. you know, who have no no concept whatsoever.
0: Right, right. It's not even close to being the case. and But this is a, another way of building up an excuse potentially for... Martial law or federal agents, federal secret police, to go in and commandeer polling places yes. or whatever other nightmarish scenario that they have in mind this for all of this
1: is this is the level of threat we're facing yep. at this election and and like I said if. Uh yeah, just be prepared to do more yeah, than just yeah.
0: vote. Well, and I guess this is the first step toward the concept of stripping federal funding from all three of these cities too. Um, again, that's what they hope to do. I'm not sure. Again, that'll be court challenged, and
1: I'm not sure they'll get away with it uh, because again, uh, the phrase "anarchist uh, jurisdiction" is not going to hold up in court.
0: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> But along those lines, uh, Cy Vance, the Manhattan District Attorney, yes. is now yes. hinting at going after Donald Trump, investigating mm-hmm. Donald Trump for tax fraud. I don't know why that isn't already underway, because Michael Cohen has already suggested under oath Ooh. that this is something that Donald Trump does. He devalues his properties, his assets, for the purpose of uh, of tax right. returns, but right. then augments his, his assets for the purposes of whether it's insurance applications or loan Mm -hmm. applications or what have you. So these are all, exactly, this is all tied together. So hopefully Cy Vance will actually go down that road rather than just threatening it.
1: Here's what I think. I think he already has gone down that road. Oh, I good. think he's I well, I don't you think? I mean, yeah, you yeah. Uh, when you're in a position like that, you don't fire, uh, you don't speak uh, unless you've got something. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise you keep it you you play it close to the vest if you don't have anything. Yeah. He's speaking because he has something. Mm-hmm. And and so that, I think that's begun already. Uh, he's now though, his challenge now is to convince the court uh, that he has something yeah. and part of what he's using uh to argue for the tax records for example are newspaper clippings now he's using he's using news accounts to show the judge why he should have access to those tax returns the news accounts alone mm-hmm. uh demonstrate uh, that there's certainly grounds uh, uh you know to pursue this legally
0: but uh, once again we need the supreme court to do this i mean it's just i i can't that's I can't stop reverting back to that I because know, that, was the, that was the stopgap, and now it's in jeopardy, and it could be even more in jeopardy if things don't go the right way. But, I mean, there is a possibility here, the very real possibility of stopping the bleeding because right now the United States is hemorrhaging democracy, and if we don't <laughs> yeah. clot that fucking leakage with, uh, you know, this election, uh, D- <laughs> who, who the Demo- fuck knows
1: where it's going to end up? De- democracy is bleeding.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: no doubt, no doubt about that.
0: Uh, okay, you know what? I think we're going to wrap up here. And- well, sure,
1: sure, because you want to wait till you get to the lowest possible point, and then and then hit the closing theme music. That's it. You suckers are on your own
0: now. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, find go to Act Blue. Go to uh, whatever the electoral map. I mean, uh, Real Clear Politics has an electoral map. Uh, the the people at uh, 270 to Win have an electoral map. There's an electoral map at uh, 538, which is Nate Silver's thing. Find the Senate races that are close and donate what you can to them. That is uh, and, one of the the myriad ways that we wiggle out of this. This is one of the myriad and, ways that we uh, stop the bleeding.
1: So to and speak. don't get, and don't give up. We tell you how bad we think things are, uh, because it's important that you understand how important it is that we act. That <laughs> yes. we that we do what we can, and and know that there is still hope. I still have hope. I can see a day when I might not, if <laughs> right. we don't do what we're supposed to do. Right. But right, right now. We don't have time for whiners. We need to get to work. Yep. If you can't help, please step aside.
0: Well, we've got. We're going to talk about the uh, what's happening over the CDC. We're going to talk about yes. that on the post mortem show here coming up. What happens here? Uh, those of you who are new to the show, when this music is done playing, we. Can, I mean, for, for most people, it's going to be the end of the show when this music is done. But if you've signed up for $5 a month on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Show, or you can just click the all-caps Patreon link at, at bobsesca.com, uh, you can hear more uh, conversation here that happens after this music is done playing. And that's going to include today talking about the CDC, talking about Louis DeJoy, talking about some poll numbers here as well, and uh, and a whole lot more. Again, that's Plus. patreon.com. Yes.
1: Yeah, I just put every week on the postmortem show, I teach a different bird call.
0: <laughs> so come for the news, stay for the bird calls. There exactly. you go. Exactly. Also, uh, Buzz Burbank news and comment is at buzzburbank.com, also realmnetwork.com, and everywhere you get your podcasts. It's the best hour of news you can hear all week. Drops every Thursday. I have a teeny tiny commentary in there, too. Yeah. But holy God, this is the best way to get your full fill of everything that's happened in the previous week from uh, from Mr. Buzz Burbank sitting right over there. Okay. So kind. Yeah. Thank you. Meanwhile, Sexy Liberal Podcast Network is at sexyliberal.com. Uh, yeah. All your favorite shows. Make sure to give us all five-star ratings and reviews and including Buzz Burbank News and Comment as well. All right, that's it for the show. We'll see you on the postmortem show. Take care, folks. Bye-bye. Now that you've said goodbye to summer, it's time for things to get back to our everyday autumn groove. Everything is flavored with pumpkin spice, of course, and before you know it, the leaves will start changing color. With so much changing around us, it's increasingly difficult to find that extra time just for you. The time you need to take care of yourself and to look your best. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. Visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags in minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines too, number 11s, whatever that is, and crow's feet. Take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. And by the way, the results are going to last for hours. So you can take the family apple picking and look your best the whole damn time. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon and costs less than a round of pumpkin spice lattes for you and your friends. You can try a six-application trial for just fourteen ninety-five dollars with free shipping when you visit TriPlexiderm.com or call 1-800-685-1292 and say the code VOICES. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit TriPlexiderm.com or call 800-685-1292 and use the code VOICES at checkout. Thank you.